Hello everybody and welcome back to the 5th Rugby League Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 9. And as you can tell by the title, this one is all about the ultimate Easter weekender, where we break down all the games you can watch via multiple different platforms in the UK and Australia. Well, in the UK basically, because the way you can watch them. Yeah, we'll get into it in a bit later on, but there's loads of games to watch this week and you can still go and watch live games in person and collectively watch all of these matches. So we'll get into that in a bit. We're going to talk Challenge Cup. We're going to talk a transfer that nobody saw happening a month ago. Jai Field's injury. We're going to talk Challenge Cup um, fixtures and results. We're going to talk Cross League and then we're going to get into the, the Easter weekend. But first of all, before we do any of that, Robin, how has your week been? Let's try this again and hopefully <laughs> this works. <laughs> I'm too, yeah. We had a little bit of a technical issue, but luckily it was only like 30 seconds in, so we haven't wasted too much time. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a fine week. Sun's starting to creep out in it, and it, the, the um, evenings are getting longer, so I'm in, a, I'm in a pretty positive mood working on my tan before I go away in the summer. <laughs> so making... You're not going to get much of a tan where you're going on Friday, are you? Well, I don't know. Anyone from Wigan, can tell me what it's like. It's usually, it's usually wet, isn't it? Because it's on the west coast. Yeah, it's usually not as, not as warm and not as not as dry. But hopefully, yeah. you can avoid the April showers this weekend, especially yeah. if you're going to a lot of games. Those of you out there, hopefully, everyone can stay dry. Um, but yeah, I mean, still... I'm not going for the weather. Let's be honest. No, no, you're not. You're going to see Wigan versus Saints, and I am. I am a little yeah. bit jealous. Um, well, that's, 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 that's at three o'clock, so you could get back to watch York versus Keithley. I could. You could, but, you could get back in time to watch that game. Yes. But so here's, here's the logistics. So we're going to go down early so that we can watch the, the whole derby in a pub somewhere. Yeah. And then and, and we're going to stay the night so that we can... Um, nice, yeah, that makes get sense. In the, get on the bevies, see what Wigan's about. I've been told that King Street is the place to go. <laughs> but um, has, your, but who, has your brother told you this? Because we know he's an animal and he's had a beer. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wouldn't trust his advice anyway. <laughs> but this no. is from a reliable source. A reliable source. Okay, well, let's fingers crossed you have a great weekend and a good Friday night. And we hear back from you yeah. next week and you can tell us all about King Street and how good the derby really is in person. Yeah. We had a few. We had a few cup games this weekend, didn't we? I know the Super League was on and there was wheelchair Super League starting and we've had the NRL, but the cup games really got interesting this weekend. The last of the amateur teams finally fell in the fourth round. Um, unfortunately, both Rochdale Mayfield and Hunslet both fell short, which is uh, disappointing. I was hoping one of them would get through and maybe face a Super League side because that's, that's kind of the way I wanted it to work. But yeah. the way this structure is, it kind of just benefits the Super League sides. Um and I suppose we'll get into that in a minute. But let's let's round through the results. Uh, Rochdale Mayfield 12, Newcastle 22, a lot closer than a Newcastle fans and players and coaches would have wanted that to be. Keithley continued their, well, more, not more of North Wales continuing their abysmal season, losing 36-14 to Championship Keithley. London Broncos racked up 50 unanswered second-half points to oust Doncaster 66 points to 16. Uh, on the Sunday, York City Knights, despite leading 20-0 and then getting a man sent off, still managed to beat Sheffield 24 points to 22, despite a spirited Sheffield Eagles performance. That was a phenom- phenom- phenomenal game to watch, um, and I'll, we'll get into that in a minute because you were there. We've seen 
we've watched the red card in slow-mo and it is a bad one Hunslet unfortunately Batley put them to the sword 80 points to 6 um, at Batley in the end I think I believe that game was Dewsbury shocking everyone by continuing by continuing their unbeaten start to the season 32-12 winners over Widnes. John Keir not happy at the end of that game. Halifax got revenge on the Raiders. They go through to the fifth round uh, after a 24-18 win. And Midlands Hurricanes well, um, travelled to Oddsall to face Bradford Bulls. They lost 66-18 to the Bulls. But a little bit of a, a positive story. Jansen Turgut played for the Bradford Bulls. His first professional appearance in quite a few years after his personal battles. So... Really, really happy to see that he's back on the rugby pitch and playing at this level again. Really, really happy for him. Shall we start with... Let's start with Dewsbury Witness because John Keir said he will be contacting Super League clubs and trying to sign players urgently, both on loan and permanently, because his squad is, quite frankly, he said, not good enough. Wow, that's um, that's quite... Uh... They're fourth in the Championship, by the way. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's when you consider where they are in the championship, they're doing okay. They're like that's I don't know. It's quite a. It's, it's gonna. It's that. It's that statement that like, what I mean, he's saying there. This players aren't good enough. He's gonna rock the boat. And like, do you want to do that when actually you're sat in quite a good spot in the championship in a yeah. really tight league? Like, do you want to be like annoying people and telling them that they're worthless and you don't want them to play for you yeah. when you're in that? Yeah, position. I, I guess so. I mean, we go through their results from the start of the season through to now. Um, we were both at the York game. Um, they didn't look great. York didn't look great. Both teams looked a bit sloppy. I wouldn't have been happy from, as either coach from that performance. Yes, they got the win. Yeah. Well done. Really good. They beat Keithley, newly promoted size. Probably should be beating Keithley. Um, lost by two points to Bradford. That's not a bad result. We've seen how strong Bradford are this year. They demolished Halifax on a Monday night. Um, they then went and lost 42-12 to Sheffield, but we know how good Sheffield are, having seen them beat Toulouse yeah. this year. They then went and put 80 points on West Warriors. That's a little bit of an anomaly because they're playing an amateur side in the cup um, at, yeah. at home. Um, losing to two points by to Toulouse, that's not a bad result either because we know Toulouse are strong. They then gone and beat in Newcastle, but lost to Dewsbury. So it's not a bad season and it's not a great season. It's just a... A typical. This is a good. This is a witness season. Yeah, but but is John, is John Keir just being a bit over the top after this defeat? Because we know Dewsbury are a good. They're a championship side playing in League One. Yeah, well, understandably, he's going to be annoyed about this this game. Like, yeah, looking at the whole season, like you said, it's it's fine. And in this league that is really tit for tat, like they they're, they're coming out on top in compared to the rest of the teams around them with a positive points difference as well, which is quite rare in this league. You look at there's only five teams with a positive points difference. So, yeah, not a massive deal to complain about. And it's kind of a, a bold move because if he, if he's, if he's saying these things and he's, he's threatening to um, sign new players and it doesn't come, like it doesn't work. Yeah. What, what do you threaten after that? Do you know what I mean? Where do you go from there? He's kind of like, it's a bold move, and I—I I, would be honest. If I was a, a witness player, I, I wouldn't appreciate that. No, I wouldn't appreciate that either. And I mean, you look at this—he did rotate a little bit. He was looking at seeing how um, Owens went in the halves. Uh, Amor on the bench apparently said he'd only come on if things got sticky. Apparently, he played quite a bit more than he wanted to. 
I think Kyle Aimor's attitude toward, towards his career at Widnes is a bit shambolic. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking to people that he knows that do the the commentary, speaking to the people that was at the Sportsman, saying that he'll only play if he if he'll only play big minutes if he's needed to. Um, I think he should be up for playing big minutes no matter what the result. He's a prop forward for God's sake. He should be doing that. Paul Sykes at forty two should not be able to do what he did against that Witness team with all the talent that Witness have got. And we've seen them on, on paper that Witness have got anyway. But this yeah. is this is this is a really strong Jewsbury side that's mm. actually quite good. Perry Perry Whiteley's in there um on the wing. Paul Sykes is in there. I mean I don't know a lot of the names off by heart. But I think Matt Garside's playing in there. They've got the Davies twins in there. Elliot Morris is playing. So these are these are guys that were in that Halifax side when Halifax reached the semi-finals of the cup, and that was only four years ago. So these these players yeah. are not bad, and I don't, I don't know. I think I think it's a little bit of an overreaction from John Keir. And if you're witness, I'm not I'm not going to be that worried because the lads know that the league's more important for next in the next season. They want to be in a position to go up next season. Yeah, and like Jewsbury are the best team in League One so far as well. So it's yeah, they're they're the only unbeaten team in the comp uh, in the UK apart from Warrington in semi-professional or above rugby league. So Jewsbury, I believe, have actually won more games this year than Warrington because they've played four in the in League One, yeah, and they will have played. No, so they're both seven out of seven this year, Dewsbury and Warrington. Uh, no, they've played six cup games. Sorry, so they're six and zero oh this year, which is really, really good. That's that's strong, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how they can how they can go. I mean, it's probably going to be quite an easy League One season, but if they can go and get two more rounds further in the cup, or an extra round further in the cup um, by doing beating London, who we know can be a bit on and off on their day, then then fair play to them. York versus Sheffield. What a game this was! And you were there. I missed half an hour of it because I was doing some stuff on on Sunday, which we'll get into. But that first that first half was a cracker, and then that last ten fifteen minutes was also quite nerve wracking, yeah. especially if you were well for either for set of fans really. Yeah, it was. I was going to say it was probably really enjoyable for a neutral, but when you've got some on the line, it's a really stressful experience. I think um, York were. They were, they obviously they were playing well the first half an hour they sort of like blew Sheffield out of the water but they were also extremely lucky like every single referee's call every single bounce of the ball it just seemed to fall in the right place for York and I think um, the the score line didn't really reflect the how good each team were playing I don't think Sheffield were that far off the pace to be twenty nil down and um, I think that the the red card was a big moment. Obviously, we looked at that just before we, we started on here and um, watched it back in slow-mo and, and you, you definitely thought that that was uh, going to result in a ban. Yeah, um, you, you, you see Corey Ashton take the ball to the line. The ball's well gone. He's he's facing away. And it's, just that, it's that typical, if you're hitting a player late and in the back, which causes the whiplash effect, you're going to get at least a yellow card depending on the severity of how hard you hit him. The, how injured the player is, etc., etc. But Danny Kerman just comes in and elbows Corey Aston in the back of the head. Like as he's yeah. coming through, vi- like he he with force comes left elbow to the head, straight off. Like, and there's no complaints on because of because the BBC were well, quite frankly their coverage of the game was shocking. No highlights of any incident, any try, no highlights at all. 
which when you're at championship ground and you're used to seeing championship teams play in the Challenge Cup on BBC One, especially this late in the tournament, mm. like five, like six years ago, seven years ago, we'd be seeing this game would have been on BBC with commentary, with highlights, with Robbie Hunter Paul walking around the pitch, talking to like talking about players because it's a big game at a big moment in the tournament. It's two two Yorkshire sides. BBC would literally just filming like so when the players were walking back from behind the sticks at the halfway line, we were seeing them walk back. I don't want to see that. I want to see a rerun of the try. I want to see if our yeah. league and sportsmen can do it better than the BBC Sport. Then BBC needs to seriously, well, the RFL needs to seriously look at the BBC and go. Actually, they're not helping us. Yeah, it doesn't sell it very it well. Does it doesn't sell the sport. The BBC don't sell rugby league well, and a lot of people that I've seen have said the sportsman's coverage of the game on Sunday was better than the York game. The Dewsbury game was better than the York game in terms of coverage, which. Quite frankly, that shouldn't have been the case. That really shouldn't have been the case. Mm. Um, but yeah. def- definitely a red card for Danny Kerman. But well done, York. Uh, as a season, Sheffield having a really good year. Um, some big, some big, yeah. big wins, especially against Toulouse. And I think they, they did they beat Bradford as well. Uh, I don't know if they've beaten Bradford as well. Uh, I can't, can't remember. I can't think now. But if, if I'm wrong, I apologise, Bradford fans. I do apologise. But it's a great win for York because they have started. They haven't started the season great, and for fifty minutes, a man down, especially in a back row where, I mean, you had quite, you had all sort, you had all forwards on the, the bench apart from Daly, so you had three forwards on the bench. So you're able to rotate, but your forward pack is what wins you games like this, isn't it? Yeah, like um, it was. It was. I think the 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 really interesting thing about Sheffield is. Um, Anthony Thackeray has been around for yeah. such a long time and he's a really wise player yeah. um, and I think like for a couple of seasons at Sheffield he struggled to have the players around him to, to make what he does come off Yeah. whereas this year they've got that little bit more pace a little bit more awareness yeah. and players around him that can play off it and, it, and it's really really like um, it's a really threatening attack it's really well organised when when they were coming back at us um, in, in the York game, it was all coming off off Thackeray, and and it was anywhere on the pitch. It was like um, attack, like you'd think it was going to be a settler, then all of a sudden it would go out of the back, yeah. and he would just find a hole or go back on the inside. And he really worked the um, the missing York defender well, and I think that that's the key for Sheffield is that they've learned how to play off him and, and let him lead. With Corey Aston providing um, more of a supporting role, but the few touches he does have being exactly what Thackeray needs him to do, yeah, um, which yeah. is really good. I, 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 I really enjoy watching him play to be honest, and Esty Senny Lafayette as well. Like that's, I think he's been a great signing for Sheffield. Like super experienced player, used to the the fast pace of um, Super League. And you can tell he brings, he lifts, he lifts the team in attack and defence. Yeah, definitely. I mean, last year Corey Aston announced he'd be retiring at the end of the twenty twenty two season. Clearly, not happened, and he has he has played a really good year so far. Uh, I just looked on his Wikipedia, just wanted to see sort of what teams he played for when he made his debut. Um, made his debut in two thousand seven for Hull FC. He's been to Cass, played for Witness, played at York, Halifax, Dewsbury, Feb, and Sheffield. Um, in a in a really really good career, but the opening sentence of his Wikipedia is Anthony Thackeray is an English rugby league 
Um, oh, this isn't the right one. On is, oh, okay. So before you click it, it says, and Anthony Thackeray is the greatest English rugby league footballer in history who plays as a standoff or scrum half. But when then when you click it open, it just says, is an English rugby league footballer who plays as a standoff or scrum half. So someone had changed it. I reckon it was changed. Um, I don't know. I don't know when it could have been changed, but it might have been when they won the 1895 Cup um, when when he scored a 60-yard run and was presented with the Man of the Match award. So really, really interesting. Yeah. Really, really interesting to see. But some really good results for some good teams. Um, like we said, Halifax getting the win over Barrow, much needed. I'm really happy that Facts have got through. They've got Bradford in the Cup, and we know how that turns out. Then it's at, it's at the Shea, so... Oh, shame I can't get to that game really. Um, absolute cracker. I just, want to, I just want to mention some of the NRL results really quickly. Um, we had, apart from Penrith battering Canberra, Friday. Um, so let's start Thursday. Sydney versus Parramatta was won by, by eight points. Penrith battered Canberra. Okay, Sydney South Sydney lost to Melbourne by eight points. We're going into um, uh, Saturday now. Mel uh, Manly versus Newcastle golden point draw. 32 all. Um, both the Johns brothers playing against each other. Uh, Cooper and um, Jack playing against each other. So Matty Johns really happy that neither neither son lost. So he won. Uh, St George beat the Dolphins 38-12, which was a result I don't think many people really saw come in. West Tigers lost again to Brisbane. Yay, fantastic. Um, Cronulla versus New Zealand. What a game. Cronulla were like 20-odd points down at half-time. And Sean Johnson apparently just went, yeah, let's let's just do what we can. Let's just play. Yeah, and they come back and won 32-30. And then another golden point game, uh, Canterbury Bulldogs beating North Queensland Cowboys 15-14. So some absolute crackers in the NRL and some more games to watch this weekend over yeah. Easter. Um, it's so just, a just really just... tight competition this year. I've been watching a little bit of it and checking the scores out a bit more. And you do get the odd one that's maybe 24, 30 points between the, the two scores, but a lot of them are going to golden point or coming down to one try, one score. Yeah, and it's just so it's so desirable. I'm so envious of them of those Aussies that get to watch that week in week out. I mean, if you get watching our own, you've been able to watch it week in week out. But you just want to be able to go to a game, didn't you? Yeah, it's honestly, it's just it's a real good type of competition this year. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure who I would take as the favourites at this stage. No, I mean, even the Dolphins could make the playoffs and, and shock teams. They've got Wayne Bennett in charge and they have got a decent team. A few injury ones yeah. and it looks like those injuries are starting to just to affect them a little bit. But good luck to them in the rest of their campaign. Before we move on to some injuries and some transfers that we've got to mention, the fifth round, so the round before the Super League team comes in, which is way too late. Saw it out, come on. Um, Batley versus Keithley, Halifax versus Bradford, York versus Newcastle and London versus Dewsbury. Um, if you are a York City Knights fan or a Newcastle fan or you're in the vicinity and you want to go and watch a game of rugby league or if you say if you're a Jewsbury fan that can't afford to go down to London or whatever it is or can't just can't get there, York are offering free, uh, two free tickets, up to two, uh, two free adult tickets, two concession tickets and two child tickets depending on what you want for all NHS workers and blue light card holders so that if you work in the ambulance service you work for the fire service the police service if you have a blue light card you can get two free tickets for that game so save yourself 40 quid and go and watch york versus newcastle let's get let's try and see how many people we can get to york this weekend yeah i mean what isn't york newcastle a uh, a derby match 
technically it's the derby match. You play each other at um, uh, the Summer Bash, didn't you? Yeah, I'm sure that was what came up. That was the derby. That's mental. That no, no, it doesn't happen. Uh, speaking of derbies, a player that's going to miss the derby between Saints and Wigan this weekend is Jai Field. He will be out but after ten weeks after pulling up with a hamstring injury in Thursday's win over Lee. Uh, he was chasing down a tick kick when he stopped abruptly and was swiftly withdrawn having scored two tries for the Warriors he missed much of the first season with a similar injury and has 29 tries in 41 games since his move in 2021 yeah he was out for the whole of 2020 no sorry the whole of 2021 after um, I believe pulling his hamstring or something to do with his hamstring so this could be more than 10 weeks a minimum 10 weeks (coughs) so this is this is dangerous I mean class player and I said just before we came on, I think this makes Wigan more dangerous because teams, good teams, will stop everyone. We know that. But teams like Wakey and Cass and everything, they'll be like, oh, bloody hell, who do we target now? Because usually they, they probably train to stop Field and French and stuff and, and stop those guys getting space. Yeah. But there's yeah. different worrying, there's different players to worry about now that Field's, Field's not going to be in that team. And I'm really looking forward to it. It almost makes more, more balanced. Yeah, they're a lot more balanced now. And I don't mean that in a bad way to, to towards Jai Field. With them, obviously, they are a better team. They're a way more dangerous team. But they're more balanced now. So I think they're going to be more dangerous to play to play against, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm sorry if I keep coughing. I've got a really bad, I've got a tickly throat. So I will keep drinking water and having a cough. Um, next up, someone who has left Leeds uh, a few weeks ago. We broke this news that Chris Leaning was on his way to the NRL. And it is the Gold Coast Titans. Sam Verrill's um, picked up an injury and the Titans need cover. So he will be on. He will be at the Titans up until the end of the season. Do you think this is a good move for Cruz Leaming? 27 years old, NRL mid-season. They're already, he's got to get up to speed quick. Yeah, it's a massive ass that coming in with no pre-season training. Dropped into the NRL, a completely new competition. And like the Gold Coast Titans, they're, they're sat in ninth at the minute. So it's quite a pivotal... Um, time for them as well. It's not like he's joining the Tigers who are sat out at bottom and they've got no chance of making the finals. So, whoa, yeah, whoa, Matt... whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's a long season. It's a long season. It's only we're only five games in. Relax, relax. Come on, relax. There's silver linings. The mole says there's silver linings. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. For Cruz, it's difficult, and they've got coming up. They've got. Um, St George, who were next to them in the table, then they've got um, Brisbane right at the top. The Dolphins, that we spoke about, have got a strong squad, so it's just going to be um, a massive ask. And um, I, I really, I really want him to do well, but I kind of expect that it's going to be a sharp learning curve. And I just hope they've got patience with him to just to give him a chance to um, get properly bedded in, so we see the best of him. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a bit of an odd move. Um, we, we we know that. It's a move that, especially last year, we weren't expecting. Captained, um, Captain Leeds, yeah. didn't he, at the, in the grand final? Did he play in the grand final? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he did. He, he, scored, he, he scored. He scored and Captain Leeds at the grand final last year. And now all of a sudden, he's he, he wasn't wanted there. So it's just a very, very odd move. A couple of other uh, transfers that have, have, have occurred... Um, I think we mentioned oh Lewis we mentioned the Corey Hall one didn't we last week with Will Dagger switching and going the other way so that's fine yep. Cast Tigers have signed Hulk KR back rower Lewis Johnson on a season long loan um, I've heard from a few 
people just chatting the, over the weekend that apparently mm. Wakefield and Wakefield and Cass haven't got enough money to make full on proper signings, so they're having to loan people, do swap deals, and basically say this is what we want to do. Um, so. Um. This is this all they can really afford to do because they don't know what's happening next year. They don't know how much money they're going to have, so they can't afford yeah. to to do that. Uh, another transfer that I'm really happy with: uh, Ryan Lannan has left Salford and joined the um, Halifax Panthers, which was a move we weren't expecting. We were half, everyone was like, "Oh, we're going to get a French centre." But very very interesting. Yeah, move, that one. Um, and Thomas McKayle has left Warrington and joined the Gold Coast Titans. So the Gold Coast Titans actually have picked up two pretty. Pretty nice players, really, just to bolster their squad a little bit for the season. Yeah, I mean, like, Canberra showed it a few years ago that you can just, like, pick a couple of um, the top sort of English Super League players and you can build a really good squad. And I don't know why more NRL clubs don't do that. You don't need to go for the, the Sam Tompkins, but, like, a Cruz Lehman or a Michele, and, and like you say, you've bolstered your squad. You've you've got some really good, um, solid, dependable um players so I'm, I'm surprised that more don't do it yeah I'm surprised that more clubs don't just bolster their squad with just with more numbers really but I know we, we, we know yeah. that the NRL structure and the way they develop players does work um, so you know it, it just works the way they develop players and they, they can bring them in so they can't they don't need to bring over a lot so <coughs> sorry everybody I do apologise um before we get into our ultimate weekender of Rugby League, uh, do to mention Cross League? Um, I was lucky enough to be in attendance at the Southern England Trials at Bedford Tigers on Sunday. Um, I met another guy called Brad, really, really nice guy, um, was teaching me all about uh, Cross League and how it's played, and I apologised to him, and I said, We've, I've been calling it X League since I knew it existed, um, and didn't realise it was called Cross League. It's a new social rugby league offer, with limited contact for skill improvement and a side step and a stepping stone into an out of full contact rugby league. X, uh, Cross League RL is aimed at broad participation across different ages, genders, fitness levels, and experiences. It's played like rugby league, but the difference between Cross League and other variants is the tackle is affected by making a touch on the ball. Uh, Cross League has both competitive and social elements that delivery partners can vary and control to meet player needs. Um, to play it is seven aside. It's 60 by 40, so it is cross-league, so you're playing it across the pitch. And it's 60 metres uh, long, 40 metres wide. 13-minute games with no half-time. The number of players can range from eleven to, uh, 5 to 11 as the pitch size is also adjustable, which is really, really good. Uh, tries can be scored by placing the ball down over the try line uh, or when the ball carrier gets both feet in the in goal, much like American football. There's two modes of refereeing. In a competition situation, games can be controlled by a single referee. In a social setting, captain's agreement is the preferred method of arbitration, kind of like when you play football with your mates. And if loads of people shout, that's a foul, it's a foul. Do you know what I mean? One of those. um, Clubs that are currently run across league are Accrington Wildcats, Chester University, uh, Harrogate Firehands, Oldham St. Hands, Sheffield Forgers, Saddleworth Rangers, Warrington Titans, and the York City Knights have a foundation as well. Uh, there's probably more teams. Um, uh, I think Brighton have got a couple of teams. We've got a few lads at Bedford that played for England in the um, Cross League World Cup. So really, really interested. And it's probably going to get me back into playing a form of rugby. I can't play contact rugby league anymore. So I might try and play this because I like it. I like the way, the way it sounds, and I'm tr- going to try and get a bit more involved. 
It's yeah, really, go for really it, good. Really, really good. Um, if you're a player that is quite skillful with the ball in hand, but you can't risk getting injured because you work in trade, then this is rugby league. But you can go to work on a Monday morning. That's how I was. That's how I was presented it on Sunday. It's mm. rugby league, but you can go to work on a Monday morning because you're not going to get hurt. Yes, you might pull a hamstring or whatever because you're running around, but full on physical like major injuries such as broken bones and torn things whatever hands especially if you use your hands this is a lot safer for you so limited contact rugby league but it is very very interesting very very fast so if you are near any of those clubs or you're interested in getting involved then you can sign up to be a player now so just go on to our league, our league active and look at it um, and Bradley Kelk was the social officer um, Anthony Atherton uh, Chris Cherm from Yorkshire Chris Coates, Sheffield Forges. There's loads, loads of people. There's the Cross League RL Steering Group. So anyone on there, if you know those people, uh, <coughs> sorry, go and get involved. Learn playing rules. Watch some of it. Get involved. Really, really good. And there's Grand Prix all over the country. Ox Oxford Cavaliers have got a couple. Warrington have got a couple. So just go and watch it and see if you enjoy it. So yeah, really, really good stuff. Oh, Whoa, so that was. I tried to do that without breathing because I knew I was going to cough. Um, Ultimate Rugby League weekender. This is your this is your big bonanza. This is your moment, Robin. You've you've been and you've dug out the TV guide for this week. Uh, <laughs> you've 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 got your you've got your I don't know what you call I've it. I've scoured radio, the radio. You've picked times. up yeah you've picked up your radio times and you've come up with a list of eighteen live games and the possibility to go and watch another two on top. So you could watch twenty games of rugby league this weekend. For a combined yeah. cost of a hundred and one pounds, that is exactly it. For a hundred and one pounds, you could see twenty games of rugby league over the next over the four days to weekend. Well, actually, no, because it starts on Thursday evening. Yeah, so Thursday, Friday. Yeah, so over five days, you can watch. Just, it's, it's it's twenty pound a day to go and watch a, an average of five game, no, four games of rugby a day. So it's a five or a game, roughly, isn't it? We've we've you figured it out. At, right. Um, yeah. Plus, on top of that, with with the Viaplay and the subscriptions and everything else, with, especially with the monthly one, you'll get more games in with that as well. Especially if you've got like um, normal TV, watch NRL, etc., stuff like that, you're going to get more games in. So this is just that, this weekend. It. So do you want to kick us I'm off? Gonna, What's the first game up? So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how to do it. If you're interested in this, I'm gonna tell you how to do it. So the first thing you need to do is go to Watch NRL and get a weekly subscription, which will cost. It, in this country, it will cost you £16. I'm sorry if you're from anywhere else. This probably does not apply unless you're a whiz with VPNs and stuff. But a Watch NRL pass over here is £16. Um, you need a via player. The cheapest you can get for that is a monthly pass. But that does, like Brad said, that means you're going to get championship games um, once a week for the rest of the month. And there's also like NASCAR and ice hockey or something on there. That's £15. If you don't have Sky Sports, you can get um, a day pass. You're going to need four day passes from Thursday through Sunday. It's probably so, cheaper to get the monthly pass, isn't it? Yeah, if you could, if you could buy just one month, that would be cheaper. But at the moment, that's not available unless I unless there's something I don't know. But I mean, that's the thing. So four day passes will cost you forty eight quid, which is steep. But if you wanted to go monthly. It's only like twenty odd quid, and I think I did actually see there's a six month um, offer for twenty something pounds on Now TV, and that will take you right through to the end of the NRL. So 
just bear in mind that might be worth doing. Definitely. Um, and basically, so you're going to start off on Thursday morning at uh, 10 to 11. You've got the NRL, the Melbourne Storm versus the Sydney Roosters, a classic, an absolute classic. That's going to be on Watch NRL or Sky Sports Arena. Uh, the next game is on Thursday evening. Uh Super League relegation battle between Carson Wakefield. Four pointer already. Massive, very, very massive game. And obviously, you had two um, local rivals as well. If there was like any any other need for them to really want to win, <laughs> so that's going to kick off your weekend. Then on the Friday morning, you're going to have to get up nice and early, six a.m. It's the Bulldogs and the Rabbit Uh That's on Watch NRL. Half nine. Um, the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Uh, be cool to see those two play, obviously, to work out who's the, the second and third best team in Queensland. Uh, that's Watch NRL. Then at half, you've got a bit of a break. Half past 12, you've got the uh, Hull Derby. That's on Sky Sports Arena. Then three o'clock, you can watch me in with, with <laughs> 23 other thousand fans enjoy the uh, Wigan Saints Derby. That's on... Um, Sky Sports main event and Sky Sports Arena, so that's obviously um, double billing for that for some reason. Then um, at five o'clock, so this is where this is that's the end of your TV coverage. But if you are fortunate enough to live near or in Toulouse, York, or Oldham, or willing to travel, you can go and watch either Toulouse play London, York play Keighley, or Oldham play Rochdale. Um, and the average cost there is, is about £18. Uh, some are more, some are less. York is actually the most expensive, whether it's the best yeah, value for money. It's because it's, anyway. yeah. <laughs> whether it's the best value for money, probably not. Oldham versus Rochdale, if I was to watch any of them get any of them, um, like Toulouse London will be good, but I think Oldham Rochdale, obviously, uh, um, Manchester. You could, get, uh, you, could, you could get to that and have some beers there. We, could, like the we could get to that, but I'll probably be <laughs> a bit too too many pints deep by that point <laughs> to be organising a tram out <laughs> to Oldham. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that that's the end of your rugby league on Friday. That's that's uh, how many games? That's seven games on Friday that you could be watching. Uh, but like. No, so, uh... You could only go to five. You could watch four and then get to one game. Yeah. Um, and if you're so then, lucky, you could watch three and get to two games if you're going to Wigan and Oldham. So because there's a, it's four and a half hours from one kickoff to the other. So if you've got time and you want to do it, you could do it. You could just about do that. That's mental. That um, is crazy. Then we have uh, on Saturday. This is all all TV based. So so obviously you can just sort of put your feet up. You've got to get up early again, 6am. It's a New South Wales Cup. Um, Penrith versus Manly Reserves. That's on Watch NRL. Then following that, you've got um, Penrith versus Seagulls. First team NRL match. That's on uh, Watch NRL and Sky Sports. Then um, following that, you've got the Brisbane Broncos versus the Canberra. So this is all your Aust- good, good Australian battles. Yeah, uh, then you've got good. a bit of a break, get some lunch. Uh, go for a walk, do all the jobs that are going to need doing before you can hunker back down and watch two back-to-back Super League games, Salford versus Lee and then Catalans versus Warrington, top of the table, clash, massive game, they both on Sky. Then on Sunday, you've got, uh, from 7 o'clock, you've got the Titans versus the Dragons, then you've got the Knights versus the Warriors, 
both on Watch NRL, the second one on Sky Sports Arena. Then this is going to be one you've got to go to in person, unfortunately, unless there's a stream that I'm not aware of. No, um, it's in the Stedberg Leisure Centre in Bradford. Is um, Halifax versus Warrington wheelchair teams. That starts at 11am. And based off previous events, I think entry will be a fiver, if not free. But I don't quote me on that. So then after could, that... Could be more, could be less, who knows? Could be more, could be less. <laughs> who knows? You might, you might not even be allowed to go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but just, let's uh, see. Mate, yeah, hopefully you can. I, believe, I think you should be able to go and watch it. They've been they've been pushing people trying to get to games. Yeah. So when I looked at previous fixtures, you can. Um, yeah. And not all, most of them don't charge. Um, and obviously we saw how entertaining that was. That Halifax are, are full of... Um, some of our English heroes that lifted the World Cup at the end of last year. So, really cool. And then uh, at 3 o'clock in the Women's Super League, that kicks off with uh, Leeds versus York. That's on um, Sky Sports. Or you could go to that in person and catch a double header because straight after that is um, Leeds versus Huddersfield. Yes, yeah, so a £10 so, a game for that. 20 quid a ticket, £10 a game. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, I mean, I haven't factored that into my calculations. Is it, but... Oh, is it 20 quid? Because it's at Leeds, isn't it? York's 20 quid. Yeah, it's... it'd be around similar, that. It'd be mark. similar, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be similar. It's no more expensive because it's a doubleheader. So that's yeah, pretty good. It's a doubleheader, so it's quite nice. And then if, you, if you're not completely fed up with rugby league, which how could you ever be? <laughs> I'm never on Monday. By the way, I'm watching all of these games on TV. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I've already told Kim this weekend. If we've got plans, we're making it around the rugby. Like... I think you should, you, like to pr- to prove this, I want to see um, reg- like Twitter updates of the start of every single game <laughs> with a new beer. With a new yeah. beer. Um, sorry, I just wanted to know the ta- tickets for the double header before we go on to Monday. Tickets for the double header at Leeds. Adult tickets range from twenty four to thirty seven. Um, concessions, uh, disabled concessions from sixteen to thirty two. Juniors five pounds, senior citizens from sixteen to thirty-two, students the same, and under twenty-one is the same, depending on where you want to sit or stand. Um, yeah. So, but you get like two, two games for that. So if you if you're in the cheap seats, it's going to cost you twelve pound a game. If you're in the expensive seats, it's going to cost you seventeen fifty a game. So still, really, really, really good prices. Really, I I I, I wouldn't knock that. If I was closer to Leeds, then I'd be going to that this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. They've got quite a few of these double headers lined up. Like there's a couple at York as well. But I mean, like with Leeds, you can't you can't pick a bad seat. So yeah, that'll be cool. You can if it's raining in your new way end. In the way end, yeah. <laughs> I said C. Did you notice I said C? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did say C. Yeah, I, sorry, I do apologise. Monday, but, yeah. Monday. Let's get into Monday because this is the day. This is my most. This is the best day for me. I like Monday. You like Monday? I mean, it starts at four forty a.m. So yeah, I'm not watching. I'm not watching call. that game. I'm not watching that one. That's the uh, the Magpies versus the Eels. That's another um, New South Wales Cup game. That's on Watch NRL. Then at seven AM, it's it's Brad's beloved Tigers <laughs> taking on the Eels for the battle, of, um, West the, battle of West Sydney. West Sydney, we're going to get battered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get absolutely battered. Oh, come on. Like what a, what a way to start your Monday. Can't and wait. that's on Watch NRL. And then you've got the rest of the day to appease your loved ones for being <laughs> locked away watching rugby league and 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 the final game which is on via sports uh which kicks off at quarter to eight is the championship clash between brad's other team <laughs> Halifax, my main team my main team 
main team. Yeah, sorry, I said that in the wrong way, but yeah. his favourite team, Halifax Panthers versus Bradford Bulls. In a cup preview. I can't wait to beat him twice in three weeks. <laughs> Up the pissing Panthers. It's our 150th anniversary of the club this year. And I'm, well, I'm debating whether or not to spend £75 to get a shirt with my name imprinted on it. Kind of like my Serbia one, my Belgrade one that's got my yeah. name on it. 75 quid to get your name on yeah. a um, on a on a rugby shirt with the thing. £150 for a business. So, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. You, were, like, you were about to say, that- oh, let's get the biff on it. And then <laughs> you, we put it up to 150 quid and you went, no, nah, it ain't worth that. <laughs> You know, any sponsors out there? That want... Yeah, mate. I, seriously, no. Robin, Robin is, Robin's not joking. Any sponsors out there that, that are interested in getting your brand across, um, you want to sponsor any YouTube videos that we're going to think about doing in the future, we're going to put ads on our website, but we're still, I'm still trying to fix it. I don't know what's going wrong. Um, uh, there will be merch. Robin and Toby will get their shirts this week. I promise, boys. I promise. Well, hey. um, with the Biff ones on. I think uh, Toby, has, Toby is waiting just to move. Um, hopefully he'll be back next week. He seemed there was positive news last week uh, when we spoke to him. Um, I think he said, "What was he said? Did you, did you message?" Found a place. Found a place. He's got yeah, a they place. Fa- they found a place. Um, so fingers crossed they can. Um, I was looking through our chat then. That doesn't help you, does it? Because um, it was talking about he's got a place, but he's not got Wi-Fi. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. So, so that's why he's that's why he's unavailable this week. Okay, that's fine. Set up broadband, so we should be back next week. Um, Let's hope he's got broadband so that he can enjoy the uh, Rugby League East. Yeah, weekend. hopefully he's going to have broadband before the weekend, and he can watch seventeen or eighteen live games of rugby league. Yeah, um, I'm going to watch. Mo- I'm going to watch all of the live telly ones except from the Magpies one. I'm not. It depends on the New South Wales Cup team. Really depends on if there's any players that I'm really looking forward to watching play or want to get a look at, but probably not. I'm probably going to wake up a little bit later for the... Um, to be fair, you've NRL got game. that gap between the um, the end of the NRL game, the championship game, to, to watch it on catch-up. Yeah, so I'll probably do that. still do, do it. it. Yeah. Probably do you that. You could still do it. Yeah, but I mean, if you're watching any games this weekend or you're at any games, uh, feel free, if you see Robin, say hello. Um, say if you yeah. see If you see his brother, turn around. <laughs> Sorry, nah. that was rude. That was very, very rude. Um, run away, run away. Um, but no, that's the ultimate Easter weekend. Uh, that's this week's episode. We've just sort of broken down everything that's happened. We'll be back next week to talk anything that happens. Um, yeah, anything that happens. There's stuff that we we never talk about. We try and be a bit more positive. We we really we realised last year we were a little bit negative when it comes to talking about. Um, about rugby league, but actually, no. Next weekend, we de- next week we're definitely going to talk about the Southern Conference League that comes back next weekend. Uh, April the fifteenth is the first game in the Southern Conference League. So, come on, boys, let's do this. We're back. We're back. It's, it's not like we open our season against West Warriors, is it? Jesus Christ, what a tough start, eh? Um, but no, we're good. Anything There's one else? more thing we've got to one, do. One more. What have we got to do? We've got to remind anyone that's listening to this on their car radio to turn the volume down before they turn us off so they don't get blasted by Capital FM. Yeah. Um, if you notice that the sound or the volume is too low or too high, please let us know. Thank you very much to the lovely Twitter user called, what was his name? Uh, at Letch the Dog. Um, it was a dog. Yeah, it was a dog. Thank you to Letch the Dog. Um <laughs> 
who said, can you please check the sound levels? It got quieter and quieter. In the end, I had volume set to 19 on the car. When it ended, I was nearly deafened by my radio. Um, I've looked into it. I think we're all good. Um, but please let us know if it happens or has happened again. Um, I was about to say there's not um, that's not anything else to talk about, but I've just opened TotalRL.com and ex-Catalan and Toulouse Olympique winger Gavin Margaret has been banned for three years for doping. Oh, that's what a lovely end to the show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't, we, we spoke about this last week. We're not really going to go into it, but I think there's a lot more, I don't know, I don't know if I should say this. All going on than we know about. There's more going on, I think, than we know about. And the fact that players don't play over a certain amount of time might contribute to some of this, or they might be having, I don't know, I don't want to say anything. Allegedly, stuff goes on behind the scenes that we don't know about. So, well, let's. Like, I work out all the time and I, do not look like these massive, like no, built guy. Not at all. So it makes me feel it makes me feel good to be like, oh yeah, you know that's because they're not all natty like me. <laughs> you're also six foot four, so your muscles grow up and down rather than outward. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. You you are taller than most people. I am six foot two. Oh, you're six foot two. I do apologise. I thought you were six foot four. Um, on that note. And on that bombshell, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Um, I've been Brad. That was Robin. This has been the Biff Rugby League Podcast, brought to you by Swinging Arms and Shoulder Charges. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow on your favourite podcast platform. Um, The ones we focus on are Apple, Amazon and Spotify, but we also have an RSS feed that you can listen to directly if you're not on any of those. Um, Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. Goodbye.